It's the Valley Rose Podcast, episode 89. Hey, look, 89 weeks. What's good? Yeah. I told my boy going like 10 blends for me. I'm trying to get high till I can't feel none. That's 89. I'm trying to get high That's till 89. I can't feel none. That's 89. I can fall out the sky. Good Friday. I still won't feel none. I can fall out the sky and I still won't feel none. I'm way too high. Whoa. Whoa. I'm way too high. Whoa. 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 I'm way too high. Yeah. Whoa. 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 I'm way too high. Whoa. 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 I'm way too high. Wake up. First of the month. I need a At 89 weeks, what can you tell me? That's 89, nigga. Yeah. I might just change my take on that Wayne vs. J. I don't know. It's been getting crazy. Goats in the game over 40. All goats in the game over 40. It's the hive, nigga. You already know we live. Y'all say, greatest of all time, nigga. Scream! Six inches, you walked in the club like nobody's been. And that lemonade never tasted better. Goddamn, she murdered everybody, and that was her witness. Stacking money, money everywhere she goes. Hey, you know. Pezzos out of man. Hey, hey, Commas and them there's some more. She don't gotta give it up, she professional. Did you think we was gonna do this without Navy? Because I think we get ready to have a baby. <laughs> and if you try to do that too, I got something for you to listen to. Ain't that wrong with it? Hey, Hendrix, talk to him! <laughs> I don't wanna give you the wrong impression. I need love and affection. Hey, can we talk about future verse J? I mean, and what we I talking about? That sounded too different. Just an easy point by Hendrix. Love and affection. Got the word, I move that D Had it by a bladder, she like, oh, I gotta pee, pee. 
<laughs> Ran into a Rocco in my restroom Singer slash actress in my bedroom Got a half a ticket for a walkthrough Everything I do is big I talk big money, I talk big homes I sell out arenas, I call that getting dome Million dollar voice, came through the phone We heading to the top, if you come and come on I'm flying out the pizza, just to get some pizza But let some black people walk in. I bet you they show off they token. Hey, is that true? Oh, now they love Kanye. Let's put them all in the front of the store. So I'm on break next to the no smoking sign with a blunt in them all. Taking my hits, writing my hits. Man, 89 weeks consistent. They can't tell me shit. Let me just talk my shit. No breaks, no vacays. No, are we taking a week off because of this? Look, no, no guests. Yeah, <laughs> like we could kick it. <laughs> yeah, man, we 89 weeks consistent. No, keep going. Keep, no, keep talking shit. My bad, yeah. 89 weeks consistent. Um, 90 next week. Start of our season three is next week, or is that our season finale? That's going to be the season finale. Oh, okay, and then the following week will following be season, week will be season three. three. So next week is the finale of season two. I want to give a big shout out to everybody that's been here, um, even just before. Hold on, wait. So you know what? We're going we gonna to run the drop before you do that. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I got you. Come on, man. Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, Steve Smith episode, greatest 89 for me that I've seen in my lifetime. Steve Smith? The Steve Smith. I'm going to go Santana Moss episode with my real Washington football team fans at Commanders. Take command. Red skin legend. Santana Moss, y'all know what's good. And this uh, nigga was some, faking oh, like no, Some people can say Doug, Doug Baldwin. Some people wanted Mark Andrews. It's love to both of those 89s. Mm-hmm. They, they, it's some dope 89s in the league right now. For sure. Yeah. That's a legendary number to me. 89 as a receiver. Yeah, and you know what? Before the receivers wanted to go, oh, uh, 
Uh, y'all can call me the old man. Everybody call me an old man. But I did not. I was not a fan of the receivers being able to wear three and one. Three. I said, one, man, fuck seven. that. Pick 87, 88, 89 or some shit like that. It's funny because I actually banged with it. I don't know what it is, but I banged with it. They could do the teens. I was cool with the teens. You number 15, you're a receiver. Cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. 18, you're a receiver. Julio was number 11. It was, it was heat. That, 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 that oh, Julio look, you 11 jersey is like The lowest man. you could go was 10. My man, you mad you were saying this. And I was Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, the lowest you could go was 10. Lowest you could go was 10. But now, you know, everybody doing what they do. It's fine. Now we got Jalen Ramsey out there as number four. What is he? Five. Jalen Ramsey is five. Yep. Confusing as hell. That first week of football was confusing as hell. Did you want to start with sports? It was just NBA All-Star weekend. Uh, Oh, yeah. And I felt like the NBA All-Star game is just way better than the Pro Bowl because it gets competitive. Mm. I felt like we're going to have the the latest shot. Yeah. Oh, that was great. I felt like we're going to have the latest All-Star recap. You know what I did want to say? I'm about to go to it. Something about the All-Star game? Honestly, it was a lot of people that talked about this, but y'all know I was tweeting when this when it happened. Did you hear the national anthem by Macy Gray? I heard it. Honestly, bro, let's keep it 100. I feel like we have people go up there and perform the national anthem, and it's cool, but like we can keep it 100. It's just, it's just certain styles just don't work. Y'all know how I feel about singing. I just felt like that shit was horrible. I mean, that was low-key. Nah, I'm not going to say that. I, you go, well, they, they set Macy Gray up. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Because that's how she sings, and it's not bad. We're not letting this nigga catch. Chance, we will not listen to this whole thing because it wasn't good. Oh, I just want. Oh, you see that's how she wait, wait, wait. sings. By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we have. It wasn't that great, but this is what it's not. What this was, this is what's unfair. It's a bunch of young niggas that don't know anything about Macy Gray. It's almost like if they put. This is what I got here to say. If they put Barry White up there, y'all aren't going to try to play the y'all don't know Macy Gray. But Terrence, this is why I said they. This. this is why I said they set her up. Why the fuck is she up there doing an All Star game, knowing that they clown Fergie a couple years ago? Did they bring? Knowing her, she got a unique. Did they voice. bring her up there in chains and make her sing? Terrence, they know Macy. Her, her ass signed up for Terrence, this. They shit. probably paid her a little bit of money to do it. Terrence, it's fucked up because she had to sign up for this. It's fucked up because it wasn't that good. I'm not, I'm not capping for her performance. I just know her voice. I know her voice. You shouldn't be So saying, why are you acting like a, one of these young niggas that don't? Because I don't like it, I'm a young nigga. <laughs> nah, because a lot of people shitting on her, but that's like, damn, y'all don't really know Macy Gray voice, but nah, we nah, gotta nah, let nah. y'all get this, this off. This is what I'm telling you that we not about to do, and that's why I played it. Y'all not about to get off that y'all don't know Macy Gray. Y'all don't know Macy Gray. Like, y'all don't know her voice. First off, I do. This can still be bad. Y'all remember when Mariah Carey got up there and sang All I Want But Christmas, but her voice was gone or something? I remember that. That was bad. You her mic was, something was wrong with her. <laughs> Terrence, we, Terrence, we look, get it. We look, all heard look, this all look, week. Look, look. We heard it all week. Trash. I know it's bad. Trash. Terrence, you shouldn't be. And I'm sorry, but this is the NBA All-Star Weekend. Terrence, let's keep it above. Her performance on the this National Anthem was just... This not just her at the Wizards game, Terrell. This NBA All-Star. You saw what happened with Fergie. It ain't like All-Stars known for having dope-ass anthems as you, of recent. You're right. With the Fergie shit, you need to bring your shit. I, that's why I told you I felt like they set her up. Terrell, who set her up? Who? Adam Silver? They said, who? you know what? She about to get up there Damn. and be raspy, and it's going to be does, a Twitter moment. Why do it have to be that somebody set her up? What? 
So there's no way that can happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this nigga. Terrell. Terrell, let's talk about actual all-star. Fuck Macy Gray. She's singing her own. She's singing herself. <laughs> Fuck her performance. Let's talk about the actual all-star. Because I'm not going to let you shit on one of our legends. Because this is what we like to do. Shit on our black legends. Which I don't want to talk about. I, that's, the, that's the bullshit about this shit. You can't say Terrell, shit about all people just who not are talk about Macy Gray. Oh, my gosh. All right, bet. Steph Curry, 50 points. MVP performance. Most three-pointers, I think, in the NBA all-star game. Yeah. That was dope. That was dope. I honestly didn't watch the game. I watched the highlights and got just as much enjoyment out of Terrence who sat there for four hours. I just feel like LeBron's might not be in the league next three, two, three years. You should, you, you're going to want to say you was watching the game. If you missed the game and you didn't see Steph Curry drop 50, you didn't get to see LeBron hit that game. But I did shot. get to see that, and I saw both. I just saw it in the highlights. <laughs> uh, y'all enjoy y'all life. I enjoy mine. <laughs> that is. Hey, but what I will tell you is the um, what what the fuck was it? Watching LeBron hit that game winner, knowing that he was shooting. You mean for when you rewatched uh, on the right. highlights? Watching watch the, the highlights of LeBron hitting that. Go ahead. Watching the highlight of LeBron hitting that game winner, knowing that it was for he was shooting for his promise school. I thought that was dope. Yeah, man. Because he was gonna send. They get like four hundred fifty grand if they win. I thought that was dope. I think there's a there's a game winner that magic like um I'm sorry, there's a shit I'm losing. An all-star game when Magic Johnson hit the game winner mm-hmm. on Jordan. Am I, am I tripping? Am I dreaming? You know I don't know. But I thought it was like the same thing. I don't like the start over every quarter thing, but I, I, I guess they've been doing that for some years now, they said. So. I like it. It makes it more competitive. I like it. I'm not going to lie. When I was watching the highlights, it was like 49 to something, and then it was like 12 to something. I was like, did I go back? But then it was lost as hell watching the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that joint was dope. All the other shit was trash. Dunk contest was trash. Three point shootout was cool. I watched the highlights for that. Three point the that dunk contest. They need to just they need to just stop doing it. If you can't get the stars to do it, then they shouldn't do it. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Anthony Towns. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns won. That was dope. The three Big point man, contest. Yeah. But yeah, let's move on past. Hold on, wait. The, uh, what you think about the, the dunk contest? Bro, that I don't was give trash. a damn. I didn't give a damn about Terrence, none you of it. Nah, we talking about the dunk contest. You want to spend forty five minutes on Macy Gray? I honestly wanted to talk Gray. about how Macy Gray and how niggas want to get up there and say, "Oh, y'all don't know Macy Gray." Nah, we do. That shit was trash. I don't give a damn. The dunk contest was trash. Three point shootout was cool. The best part was the All Star. Hold game. on, let me tell y'all some. Let me tell y'all how this is. Everybody that watch American sports, this is how basketball niggas do. Y'all had all that to say about how the, the Pro Bowl was chill, was two-hand touch. It was trash. Then when we get to start talking about the dunk contest, y'all want to say, oh, yeah, wasn't that good? I mean, maybe next year they can. Nah, that shit was trash. These niggas up there failing dunks. They weren't even doing dunks. Y'all can't get none of y'all celebrities to do it. Ja. Bron. Right, all of that for what? All, all that for what, Ja? <laughs> Man, they. Uh, Even though all, I get it, but. but this is what I will say: NBA All Star Weekend is ten times better than the Pro Bowl. It's ten times better. That's the, why, I'm especially not even with the Pro Bowl just got here. I'm just saying a lot of y'all was quiet, but y'all had all that yip yap to say. Now nah, I feel like about every, the Pro Bowl, which I like it was they had a good time. The, it was it, people were vocal that the uh, non contest was trash. People was vocal with the skills challenge. Y'all didn't watch that. I I think that was the joint with Giannis and they His be shooting half courts. I don't know. I didn't watch that. I don't know, but it was dope. It was dope to see all the celebrities and shit down there too. I want to go there. I want to go to All Star Weekend one week, one year. Yeah, but it looks like it's on my like bucket list. And if y'all go look back at the dunk contest where it was Jason, I think uh, Jason Richardson, 
Yeah, that's 03. Fucking baller. And look, the dope thing is like to me, I don't even know if you remember what was it, NBA two, uh, two, two, Live 2008. I don't know what it was. Where they first came with the dunk contest where you can do crazy uh-huh. dunks. Yeah. That environment, the reason why, they, I mean, the way they made that game, like if you go back and look at that dunk contest, y'all, with Jason Richardson. I, I remember that's his fucking name. Yep. But, um, Warriors. If you look at the way that they fucking, like, the entertainment level of it, like, if you look at the lighting, like, look, they have all the lights on the crowd is off. The only thing that's lit is, like, a spotlight on the floor. And look, when you dunk the ball, all of the lights go down. Like, I'm telling you, the dunk contest used to be so It used dope. to be better. And here, that was 2002. You know what's crazy? And then the lights come up. Like, yep. now it's just... They set the stage for it to be like a... Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I feel old. I was feeling so old because they were like, take us back to 2016, the Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine joint. Yeah. I was like, these niggas both missed both two, three dunks before they made dunks. This shit wasn't like in 2000 and... And I hate to say that because then you just sound old. Yeah. But... This shit wasn't like when you niggas was born. Yeah. <laughs> 2002, a lot of y'all was whine. <laughs> right, still trying to get your feels together. You were just figuring out what life was. Look, you know how a baby grabbed your finger and you be like, motherfucker got me. It got a grip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had something that I wanted to go through. Um, that I wanted to. Did you see what um, Azalea Banks said? I thought that would be perfect for us to talk about. Before you go there, if uh-huh. somebody left a baby on your front step, I'm raising it. What's the first move that you would do? Call. Like I, I said, I'm raising it. I you know a, what I would do? What? You're raising it? I'm going to raise that joint. Yeah. Y'all tripping. That's what I was going to say. What if he grew up and be a fucking basketball legend or NFL superstar or a fucking president? Child protective services. <laughs> <laughs> and you're giving away Come the president. Come and get this. And you're giving away the president. Sure, I'm not. Oh, you know what? Y'all saying I, I would raise it until it turns 13 <laughs> and that motherfucker back talking your ass saying you not my real father and all of that. Oh, I'll take that drink, put it on somebody else's <laughs> doorstep and watch my nephew grow up. <laughs> Why, hey, neighbor, <laughs> no one of that shit have been me. <laughs> Tell you, man. I don't want that shit. Go ahead. You That's a great ass question. I would. I, I don't know Child what I would. Custody. Bro, we sit Services. here right now. If, somebody, if you heard a little baby cooing at the door, yep. you open the door, it's a baby. You ain't going to keep that drink? I'm going to bring it inside and make sure that joint's If safe. it says a note that says, love y'all. Oh, I might have stole this nigga curveball because Tans got a big heart. Love y'all podcast. The men that y'all are. I want my seed to be raised by y'all. You do the research. <laughs> both of the parents drove off a cliff or some shit. They want you to raise their kid. Oh, you can put them. Look, you can put a black boy in the system? You can put them back in the system to have to go through adoption? You know what that sounds like to me more like? Even though this sounds like, all right, yeah, I'll raise your fucking kid. I you guess. ain't going to do it. This is what it sound like to me. When I was in, when I was alive, I was interested in <laughs> when I was alive, I was interested in going to college. But you know what? Things didn't work out. So I'm gonna drive off at this cliff. Here's my fucking bill from you know what I'm saying? Y'all had a good time and fuck <laughs> and had a fucking kid. Do not do this to me. Anybody that's thinking that. Absolutely not. I'm not the one. Just change the note from Terrence and Terrell to Terrell, and I will move out of. And Terrence can fend for himself, and we'll go start our own life somewhere. This nigga's cap. And you'll never see a left of you. And this I hope you're going to be an MMA fighter and beat your ass. This is the real curveball. They leave the baby at your front door, right? You say, oh, a baby. I'm going to raise it. You bring it in, put it on the counter, and you hear this nigga outside like, fuck my fucking baby at. My fucking baby. 
I will open the door. You go out there and be like, Terrence, you ever seen Jurassic World? The second one? You go out there and be like, I got baby head. This nigga start beating your ass. You ever seen Jurassic World? He tried to take my fucking baby. Now you you're in jail. Terrence, I would never, never. I would say I opened my door and the baby was right there, y'all. In jail for kidnapping. Guess who your cellmate is? This big nigga. Rob. <laughs> Being there with R. Kelly. He'd be like, this is not me. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is not me, y'all. Look at that. Everybody <laughs> like you standing in what cell? <laughs> oh, you. you <laughs> is this camera you on ready me? To be? <laughs> <laughs> is this a camera on me? We got two different stories, bro. That's funny shit. You ever oh, seen Jurassic? you Raj new cellmate, y'all? Raj got a new cellmate. I mean, you I will. Yeah, I, I will fuck Raj up too. Fuck with me if you want. I've, yeah, y'all ever seen Oz? Yeah, I'm on season five. I'm ready for jail. <laughs> I'm more ready for jail than I ever been in my life. I'm more ready for jail than I ever been in my life. That's funny as shit. Oz, you see niggas getting raped. You see Terrell, you killed. haven't been. You, you still you watching Oz? You in that joint like I watched Oz? This nigga gonna beat your ass. <laughs> it don't matter. You might have to take an ass whooping or two, as long as you don't get taken advantage of. If you mean what I'm, you know what I'm saying? This nigga, at, this nigga eating this lunch, looking at his fork like. I'm gonna save this for later. Uh huh. Sharp. I it. seen that on Oz. Uh huh. Nigga get time, extra time put on this sentence. Uh huh. Y'all don't know. All right, but let me let me um let me ask you about this this uh the Azalea Banks drink because I definitely wanted to talk about this. Azalea Banks posted on Twitter. I don't know why or what they just reposted her comment. Um, mm. but it says you listen. Yeah. It says, "No, really, black men, why are you guys so afraid of one another?" Why do you think killing one one of your own is a badge of honor? You guys definitely aren't carrying guns to defend yourself from white men or police. You all are actually scared to death of white men and police. <laughs> she put, uh, you're carrying guns to protect yourselves from one another. It's actually the most asinine logic ever. Why are black men, especially in hip-hop, so scared of one another? Serious question. And so... Outside of every, based on everything she said, she basically was saying like, why are, why are black men so scared of one another? And I went to look at the comments and everybody was like, she asking a good question. This is a factual question. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, it's not like a, it's not a misplaced question. It's not like a, I can, I completely understand why somebody would say that. If you look at, especially hip hop culture, it is a lot of us on us drama and violence. I just want to know what you thought about that before I say. I think you can't sit. You're the person that's saying. I, like, you're that person that's pointing at a shitty environment and saying, why y'all acting like that in that shitty environment? You know? Mm -hmm. You lock somebody in a room and then you, you judge how they live in it. You lock them in that room. Right. They wouldn't live that way if they wasn't stuck in that room. It's obvious. Look at other people who don't live there. Look at black people who don't live in bad situations. I think the bad thing is why we're so scared of each other is I wouldn't even call it fear. I think we're not boastful about wanting to kill each other. I think we're boastful about surviving. I think we're boastful about I killed that nigga before he killed me. And these niggas think they can take me out and they will never. And nobody can take me out. And that's how we get to the next day. Guess what? We're in an environment where another nigga can actually kill me. It's easy to say that when you live in Hollywood or wherever you live, why y'all trying to kill each other? 
because it looks like y'all trying to kill each other. But really, they've been in a shit environment that's created nothing but heat. All of that heat radiating around, you got gangs now, you're prideful in certain areas because you have nothing. We banging for a that's street right. that we don't own because we don't come from nothing. We don't have nothing, but it's violence, it's heat everywhere. Right. Everything is in I mean, everything is in is indoctrination. I, I always what I would say to it, and I wanted to say this, I guess, on the podcast, but black men in America are one hundred percent like pit bulls. Yeah. If you think about and I've said this a thousand times to Terrence. We've said this. This is a us thing. This is actually Terrell bringing something that Terrence, I, I had a whole of, movie script based on this. Remember? I don't know about that, bro. All right, it's a us thing. This nigga had an idea for a shot. All right, it's a us thing. But black men in America are, are 100% pit bulls. And the reason why I say that is that if you think about a pit bull, right, if you, or if you think about the, the reputation of a pit bull, they're very strong. They have a very strong bite, and they're, look, they will tell you they're aggressive. It's in their blood to just be aggressive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They have a reputation on they, site. They have that reputation, and people will try to justify it and say, oh, yeah, because they're bully breed. Yeah. Naturally, well, they're just naturally confident and, and protective dogs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but what people neglect, um, to say is that when they not raised right, that's when you get these attacks. Right. That's where they've built this reputation. That's where, where, where they're put in a situation where they got to defend themselves right. or forced to fight or somebody didn't raise this motherfucker right and now he's running around trying to kill everybody's dog. It's easy to say, oh my God, you know what I'm saying, to this whole group. And that's yeah. kind of how I look at black, that's how I kind of look at black men. I don't, you, you think niggas just wake up and think, oh, I'm about to go kill somebody today. Right. Like, there's, there's criminals of every culture, but specifically, like, and I think you hit on the hill. That's why I don't even got to really expound on it too much. But just to kind of expand on what you're saying about the pit bull, it's also like, it's other dogs that you could put in that same situation that will still be that same type of a aggressive, mm -hmm. but they don't have, they don't have the willpower or like the potential that right. a pit bull does. They're not as intimidating. So it just goes to show that like we have high potential, I feel like. I feel like we have high potential, but when we have nothing to do with it, we can be very violent. Mm. You know, we could be very, you know, we could be ruthless for mm -hmm. real. I mean, we've had to do anything. Yeah. I think forever. For, I mean, so, I mean, fuck this chick. Well, no. It's like asking questions that you can easily get answers to. You just trying to make it seem like shit is confusing. It's really not confusing. It's just kind of fucked. It is. But honestly, if she really didn't know, like her putting not trying to be funny, serious question. Mm -hmm. All right, we can really talk about it because a lot of people don't have that, that understanding. Yeah. Ch Chihuahuas are aggressive in nature. You know what I'm saying? Right. They just don't have that lockjaw. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, a, it's a difference. And yeah. it's always been that way from the beginning. I think as far as our music, our music is this way because a lot of the people who, it kind of started that way. I feel like hip hop started with people who didn't have an opportunity and then the music was their opportunity to make it out of the rough situation mm -hmm. they were in. And then everybody who was in a rough situation explained their rough situation through music. Mm -hmm. We didn't have millionaires that said, you know what? I'm already a millionaire. Let me step in and rap. Right. That's why we talk about what Life. we had to right. do to survive. And unfortunately, it's killing other, other niggas who are trying to kill me 
Or moving some or weight. Ruining or ruining my com- community with the weight. Yeah. Or imitates life. But you know what's crazy that we have now? She say that shit like we want to do it. Right. That's what I'm... Right, exactly. She, you, but you know what's crazy now? Staying on the music? That what's crazy is now people are lying about it to get on. So you got people that don't even come from that yeah. or don't do that, but that's how they're rapping because they think that that's... So we have gone from what you're saying, which was authentic, and we still have a lot of authentic shit. Like, to me, all these <laughs> niggas that come out of Chicago that's rapping about what happened, like Dirk and them, I believe 100%. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. T Grizzly, 100%. But I know it's a lot of people out there that's just trying to take advantage of a wave, and now you're rapping about a Draco and a... Yeah. But y'all not really living that life. And I know the niggas that really live that life, they the ones that hate that shit the most. It is oversaturated. It's just too much of it. Yeah. It is. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that to the podcast because I knew it would be a... Nah, that's definitely a good question. I would say... I mean, if you don't really know, I guess. She always on some shit because she'll be on another page try to act real conscious. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, she... Yeah. I asked people questions on my uh, on my Twitter and there was one that I didn't want to ask. It was like... This dude said his ex... He said, my ex started dating one of my oldest slash closest friends... I'm feeling conflicted and obviously hurt, just trying to figure out how to live with this shit. So what I would tell you is like, I mean, I think we might have talked about this before, but your ex started dating one of your closest friends, right? How does that happen? I don't know. A lot of people was like, that's not your friend or whatever. But I just want you to imagine Uh that situation, you know? Because this is... Fucking massive, actually. <laughs> but um, I I don't know how to I don't I don't know how I could even justify that. Now let me just tell you, context is very important. It's very easy to take that tagline and say, "You this need is to say fuck, fuck him, yeah." You know what I'm saying? But to me, like, let me just tell you, like, if one of my friends now started dating one of my exes from 2013, 14. Mm-hmm. I don't see my man like that like I normally, like like back in the day when we was in high school. Wow, you know look, 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 look. Uh, this is your contest. He said, somebody said, shout out, oh, to, okay, uh, okay. Shout, out, shout out to the post on here. Um, somebody said if he was really your homie, he, uh, he'd at least come to you about it. He said he did, he at least did that, but that's it, that shit still hit me hard. That shit would hit your chest. Yeah, I would never fuck with that. And honestly, we can't be <laughs> we can't be friends, bro. This person said, just, yeah, bro, I cut him. He said, you should never. He, yeah, I still feel like you should drop him. Yeah. I feel like. But what if that's your friend for a long time? You not my mans if you're going to talk to my ex. We're just the same shit we talked about last week with Cuddy, in a way. Feel me? Oh, yeah. You not my man if you're going to talk to the girl that you know that I was just talking to. You know I felt for? Let me tell you. I'm going to keep it 100. I wouldn't fuck with none of my men's exes. None of them. Yeah, me either. Can I we can. talk about that? I would never fuck. I don't give a fuck if I wouldn't fuck with a girl that, that like with Terrell, as soon as a joint get the like in Terrell pictures, that's sis. Yeah. Feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm like, all that's right, how, that's, that's not how me. It always has that's just been. how it is. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not even really about having this elite mindset. It's just, for me, it's just like there's way more fish in the sea type shit. Nah, what do sure. I need to be sitting here? Because you know what that tells me? You with my ex, meaning when I was with her, you was looking at shorty different than I thought. 
you was getting a front seat view of what you want. Like, you wanted what I had, John. Yeah. Fuck no. So what I'll tell you, bro, you need to really think about, because he thought he could come to you and be like, yeah, you know, I'm coming to you man to man. <laughs> you should have started crushing his ass. <laughs> you should have started crushing his ass. Because guess what? That would tell me everything. You breaking up with your girl. You probably was talking to that nigga. That nigga was telling you leave her. And guess what? Now you dating her? Yeah. That nigga was giving me advice when I was going through this shit. Look, me act like it was me. <laughs> but for real though. I would, yeah, I would be doubling on. back on everything Come that I've on. ever asked you about the relationship. I, I got him. You was my man. I came to you about this shit. Look, we don't even know his story. I confided in you. <laughs> and you do that to me. You can be listening to that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah honestly, yeah, that'll be fucked up. Let and you know what, Tan? Calm down. Somebody asked me the same thing because somebody said, uh, what'd they say? If the is the side chick off limits to your friend? Is your side chick off limits to your friends? Ah, all right, bet. Now that's definitely a different conversation. No, right it's there. the fucking same. Hold up, this is your side chick, and you got a whole girl. This is your side chick, you First got a all, whole girl. I don't believe. And you try like you like a joint. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in side chicks. I'm a, I'm a faithful dude. Yeah, <laughs> but in a situation like that, bro. You got to move like how the ladies move. Because let me just tell you. You got a whole main joint and you got a side nah, chick. You gotta move. trying to fuck with your Tan, man. Let me tell you, you how to. Lot, jo, jo, this like, is, fellas, like. this is a page that you take out of the ladies' book. You're, ask the ladies. Ladies. Because the ladies out there, it don't matter if you got a dude or you got a main and you messing with another dude and you got like a, like a side piece. You know how women be having their lineups. Would y'all let any of y'all girls mess with anybody in y'all lineup? No. We need to move the exact same way. Anything that I am... Now, you say a side chick. Any chick that I'm intimate with, you can't be. This is the chest. This is, this you get your own side chick. Watch this side statement piece. right here. This, and you tell me this fact of fiction. There's no such thing as side, a side man or a side nigga. Or there's no such thing. Terrence, you're not a woman. We don't There's have no a woman such, on the podcast to validate. No you're wrong. And guess what? They are 100% side niggas. Are you kidding me? I've been a side nigga before. Nah, because y'all, this is what I'm going to tell you. Men have side chicks for real. You know what a side chick is? Never going to fuck with you like you really think. I'm never really going to fuck with you like that. You just a chick that I got over here on the side. I know who I'm really fucking with. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not even thinking about ever fucking with you unless I'm getting some ass. You know, that's a side chick. We have zero. I don't even, I don't even, you know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about this. And you probably know where I'm going. I know what you're saying. Women don't look at it like that. Women have side boyfriends, like side potential husbands getting <laughs> they, ready to be. They actually like the These nigga. are nice opportunities. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're not fucking with me... Fuck out of here. I'm going to fuck with him. You not fucking with me. You not trying to get in a relationship. Fuck out of here. You not fucking with me and trying to take me serious. Fuck out of here. It's not like, oh, I'm going to just go over here and fuck this nigga. Honestly, I'm going to give it 100. It's definitely some women who have situations like that. Right. Because I'm not going to let you sit up here and fresh and fed us. But you try and fashion fit the men. I'm not, though. You try to say, oh, man, yeah, man, whatever. No, nah, I'm saying your man, your man cannot fuck your side chick. But you know how we look at it. It's like, I'm not, I don't give a fuck about that joint anyway. That's why I'm saying, nah, because you do, though. You making it seem like it's less than, because think That's about it. That's because y'all niggas Tommy, be having whole, y'all niggas be looking at it just like these women Think do. about Belly. Tommy had Keisha, right? And he also had 
shorty that was too young, which was actually fucked up. Keisha was the side chick to the white joint. He was with Holly. Real Terrence, power watchers. I said belly. Oh, I thought you said Tommy, and I'm thinking power. <laughs> <laughs> you said Keisha, I'm thinking about Lala. Oh, no, 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 no. Think about it. DMX <laughs> yeah. had his main. Yeah, you're right. And Keisha. he had the light-skinned young chick yeah. that he was getting hair from, which was actually fucked up. Yeah. She was way too young. She was 16. He said he, she said she never, he said he never movie. did nothing. But, uh, but still, he wouldn't let... Um, that was still ridiculous, y'all. My bad. It was yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Um, he wouldn't let Nas or be messing with that. He wouldn't give a fuck if Shorty topped my man Nas. Nah, up. Terrence, that was he fucked with that chick. He was getting neck from her. He didn't give a fuck about her. Terrence, nah. All right, well you know what? That we just gonna leave this on the table. It really depends on how you look at side chicks in your life. If you if you one of them niggas that got multiple women in your life on some Eddie Murphy boomerang shit. You okay, probably yeah. wouldn't want your men, because you, you a nigga that's like a player, like how to be a player, Bill Bellamy, you got one chick, nah, two if you chick, also, three chick, blue then, chick, then, then, then you shouldn't chick, mind. five chick. They, they wouldn't mind, right? The, the boomerang, how to be nah, a player. Nah, because those are they women. Like this is, I go, I got a Spanish joint, I got a this joint, but they, they fuck with all of them. They wouldn't want you macking on they girl. Every time they go over. But this, the dude that only has one side chick wouldn't mind. No, I'm saying the nigga that has a side chick that he just hit and it's just some chick like Tommy in Belly, just some random joint that I get the neck from. Oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about her. Okay, you I get another joint in that situation. Let me give you a different example. Let Ble me say this real quick. Okay. That 90s era of men that just had, I feel like we couldn't do that because maybe it would be against stuff and women might not fuck with it anymore, but... That was a 90s era type movie. The man that had, he had a. He was a player. Like he would have a, and it would be a successful woman. Like he had a judge. You go up this one girl, she a painter. He got another girl that's this. I fucked with them movies. And look, they all find out. I listened to Jay-Z's Girls, Girls, Girls. When the last time you listen to that joint? That joint is offensive as hell. My thing is this. I get we do movies like that all the time. But if you do it in a dope way or bring something like that back, we haven't had a movie like that in how long? That's true. That was good. Can you imagine... Drizzy, main character, and then we put pieces in that uh, where Drizzy got a girl who does this, and that person can be played by this person. Yeah, that get that girl there. Man, that ain't gonna happen. Rival dude is gonna be somebody. You know what I'm saying? A nigga like Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger. Oh, right, right. Watch. Imagine put Michael B. Jordan power. in that like that how to be a player role, and then like his life getting crazy, shit getting to him. Nah. Bring in Tyler Perry so he can find Jesus. <laughs> Why you keep saying that? You keep trying to bring Tyler Perry in and Yo, saying stuff like that. I feel like that's the funniest shit ever. Hey, let me give you a different example, though. Bleak Gilliam, Mo Better Blues. Had a main who he loved, had a side who he cared a lot about. Them was too He main. was mad as shit. Them was too When, West, when Wesley was, Snipes. That wasn't his side Terrence, joint. No, he was with the, Terrell, he was he with the short hair joint. Let me tell you this. If you treat her like she in a if you treat her like you're in a relationship with her, that's not your side piece. Terrence, you know Man, how these niggas do out here. So if you if you land down with Shorty, if you on the phone with Shorty every night, you taking Shorty out, that's not your that's not your side piece. That's your other girl. If you got a girl and you got another girl that you taking out and you got her that you're taking out, nah. Bleak had two women. That's why she said, you call me your other woman's name. Not no side chick. He had two women. And in that case, you damn right he was mad when, when Shadow got to rising up on that. But it's the thing. If he was just fucking, he wouldn't give a fuck about that joint. 
the answer to the question, to me, your side, for my man who's going through this. He was the coolest nigga to ever. Your side for. piece is yours. Tell your friend there's so many other fish in the sea. Nigga don't want to yeah. go ahead and get his own reel and rod. And you know what? To double back to my man who went through that situation with your friend, I'm not trying to be all, you know, un, not serious about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or insensitive. Because that's a fuckery situation. What I would tell you, bro, is not to say fuck them. You going to grow above that bullshit. Keep in mind, you had shorty. Obviously, y'all didn't work out for whatever reason. And even if you still wanted to be with her, it might not have worked out because, and I'm not even trying to be mad religious, I'm just going to say there's something else meant for you. Yep. It wasn't her. And your boy, who used to be your boy, he think that that's meant for him. But guess what? You done already got on that ride before. You know how it clink, clink, jangle. You know how your head going to be rattling <laughs> in <Yeah>. the seats. <laughs> Let him get his ass fucked up by that. Think about all the bullshit she put you through. Have fun with her tripping about... You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I would be on. Like, fuck that. You about to go and do you. You about to have a brand new girl. She's going to treat you better than you ever thought before. And you're going to look back and say, damn, I had a lame-ass nigga that I was friends with. Yeah, yeah, Because he yeah. wanted my lame-ass ex. And that's Hold some real-ass shit. Let's say they grow, both grow up and be rich. And then live a great life, a better life than you. Fuck it. Then you Walter White. <laughs> you make your drug money and then go back and, your and, drug money. and tie their ass up. You tie their ass up and you say, this shit ain't over. <laughs> Walter White never let Gretchen live that shit down. I would have never let her motherfucking ass live that shit down either. They you tried to rob me at the party? They, yeah. they played with my man at the party. She tried to pull up on him in the Bentley because she knew she felt bad about that shit. That's why she... Bro, I'm telling y'all haven't seen Breaking Bad? Such a great ass We've been talking about random shit on here. All right, come on. Let's get to it. Uh, but I don't know if you want to... Kanye. Russia. Let's talk about this shit. Nah, let's talk about the Kanye shit first. I know people want to hear what we got to think about that. Okay. Donda 2 was supposed to come out. Okay, okay. It was yeah, supposed right, to right. come out on a STEM player. Did you see the recap and the highlights from that performance? It looked like it was like definitely underprepared. It just didn't. It words are fucked up this podcast. For the safest way to say it without trying to shit on them is it did not go well. Yeah. It didn't go well at all in terms of like the, the, the totality of it. I, I think there was like little gems in there. People talked a lot about the... Um, the XXX track, they mm -hmm. said that's going to be good. They said he had a track with Migos. I don't know. But honestly, the question, I mean, y'all let, this is my thing for y'all Kanye fans. I don't know why y'all let this man play y'all so much. Yeah. He played y'all into a release date <clears throat> last year with Donda. Matter of fact, Donda was supposed to come out almost a year before it came out. Played y'all on a release day. Y'all up late. Donda's coming. Donda's coming. Donda's coming. Every fucking month, he was playing y'all like a fiddle. And then you finally got it. This time, I didn't think y'all was going to fall for it. But this man says, my album only coming out on my stem player. So spend $200 and get it. Niggas literally went out, spent they $200 on a, on a stem player. And guess what? He did the performance. Unhappy with it, you niggas have nothing. All you all we all got to watch on stemplayer.com. We didn't have to buy that shit. But you didn't get the album? I mean, you didn't get the album. They don't have the album. But when the album drops, they're gonna have some niggas don't even have their stem. I honestly don't when think. When the that, album drops, they're gonna get it and you're not. This is what I think. I think that album is gonna come out on Apple Music, Spotify, and every other DSP. 
Because Kanye's going to be like, fuck it, I'm just going to put it out because I want the world to hear it or some other something he's going to figure out. And y'all are just going to have STEM players. Yeah. I have nothing against the STEM player. I heard it's honestly pretty cool. What I wanted to say about the STEM player is I just feel like, Kanye, you should have came out with this STEM player maybe 10 years ago. You know? This idea that Kanye has with the STEM player, I don't think is bad. I think it's actually innovative. It's actually dope. It actually is the idea that maybe the next guy needs to come out with. Honestly, imagine Lil Baby or somebody who's young but has so much potential doing this. Because this is my thing. Kanye is basically saying if you buy my STEM player, yeah, all, every, you know, you could buy my STEM player. And when I put a song out, I can just drop it on a STEM player. And if you mm-hmm. play for the STEM player, you know. Um, you're literally <laughs> not even trying to be a musician anymore. Let's just keep it on a yay. Let's keep it on it. How often are you going to drop music? Right? You're not. I'm not about. You know what I'm saying? You're not even about to be dropping music unless there's some bullshit going on. Right. You trying to be the president? And at least if you had, to, if you were still on top of the good music camp, all good music stuff could be released all there first. Or so some some other incentive. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he would have came out with this back in like the days where he just did my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or. Something where he was just, you know, this might have been a little bit better. Have you seen the actual STEM player? Yeah. It looked like a little Amazon Alexa, a a Kanye Alexa. We worked in, bro, that fucking STEM player, I don't know what it does. Apparently, you look, you can just have only like a certain side of a song play if you you do this way. If you go that way, it'll be that sound of a song. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's, It's some dope features to it, but like, who really wants to listen to music on that little ass speaker? Think about it. I listen loud. I listen in my car. I listen to them little speakers. You can't hook that joint up to... I mean, you're buying a stem player, the speaker. This little thing. Oh, yeah. A little Bluetooth speaker, basically. For $200. Think about how much a $200 Bluetooth speaker is. $199.99. Go on BestBuy.com and look at them Bluetooth speakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can get the ion joint. You can can get the big joint. So Uh, my thing is, like, this little ass stem player that I really wouldn't even enjoy listening to your album on this. I wouldn't want to listen to your album on my speakers. So it's like this idea of dropping, it's like it just sounds gimmicky. It just sounds like this is a good idea because you have such a big following and you're going to make money because they love you. Mm -hmm. But... I don't. I can't really necessarily say that I feel like it was a good idea. I would think it was a good idea if it was somebody like Lil Baby or somebody like somebody young that that has a big fan base that has belief that oh he about to be dropping so he about to be yeah be in the street. Imagine NBA YoungBoy doing that because you know he does the the music thing. He said I'm coming out with my own speaker and I'm only dropping my music there. Bro, you, you know he about to have hella shit on that joint. You know, he, this nigga drop music all the time. And if we, all of our, all his fans, could buy something that gives them direct access, that but would you know what? Kanye actually did that. He just isn't going to live down the promise. And now, y'all have stem players and, and no music. That's and what I say. It's still a great idea. It's still, it's, a, just, it's still a great idea, but I just didn't fuck with it. That's crazy. Are you still excited for the album? Niggas killed me when I said Donda 2 was coming too fast. When I said, do we already want Donda 2 on f- in February when we just got the last one in what? November, November, was it? October? Yeah. Like, do we already want this? And everybody was like, what's wrong with you? I bet if it was somebody else, you'd want it. Okay, but this shit feel kind of like rushed. And what happened? 
You got a yeah. rushed ass, unfinished project on stage that now he's gonna go back and work on until it's actually ready to go. Right. I just feel like this whole rollout thing with Kanye, the genius, all of this shit. I don't know. I told you I'm sick of talking about Kanye. I'm sick. Yeah. Sick. Speaking of Kanye, we can uh, close. We. If y'all don't know if y'all seen, but we just put up the uh, or oh, the last couple of weeks we've been covering the genius documentary, which wow. has been dope. We did a full breakdown on those. Um, it's also crazy to kind of watch the documentary and you love Kanye, and then you know the Kanye of today just just not you don't not like him, but it's just like you just feel so conflicted and confused. For me, it helps me understand. It helps me not be like, what the fuck is wrong with him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It helps me not try to figure him out. Mm-hmm. It's dope as fuck to see the rise. One thing we didn't get to talk about in the one of our breakdown was the fact that we got to see the slow jam session with Jamie Foxx. Yes. That shit was like, man, that shit was like looking at like some hidden footage that like I wasn't supposed to see. Like, yeah, man, I was with Jamie Foxx. He showed me footage, man. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. For a lot of J fans to see uh, Kanye on bounce, like the, the how he was able to sneak into that record. Mm-hmm. That was crazy, too. Crazy. Yeah. It just goes to show, like, you speak up. Me and Trevor were talking about that part where Jay said, if you ain't would have said enough, you wouldn't have been on that. Yeah. Man, that's a testament to, like, everybody, everything. If you want that promotion or if you try and get a new, you know what? And right. that's something, too. If you're working at Food Line and you're sick of working at the regular lane and you say, damn, I need to do self-checkout someday. You need to say, hey, lo, you think that you can just maybe throw me on on self-checkout? You know, I feel like I'm grinding and getting. All right. You, you, try, thing, you, you know, tired you're of like, being in the 15 items or less? All right. They put you in that 15 items or less too much and you try and be with the... The motherfuckers that shitting that shit down the line fast. You just got to get your game up. Deep, 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 deep. <laughs> but you know what? In all seriousness, put your phone number in. For everybody that's working that want to move up where they at. For everybody that's working and want to move up in the job you at. Does your boss, does your supervisor, does your manager know you want to move up? And have you said anything about it? I'm not going to get into my manager no, bag. Go ahead, give him that real quick. But I'm, I don't want to. This good advice right here. Go ahead. I'm, I don't want to get too deep, but I know everybody sometimes, most of the, it's cool to get on a podcast When a nigga say, says, Tur. I don't want to get too deep, he getting ready to get deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Kanye Dennis was like, you not healed here. You not healed here. <laughs> we was like, this nigga uses street terms to give him this diagnosis. Right. <laughs> but it's cool to get on a podcast and say stuff like, oh yeah, fuck your job, whatever. Y'all already know my, my, um, my backstory where, you know, how everything went down with me, but what I can tell you is that if you're working somewhere and you fuck with it and you want to make more money or you want to take another position, just doing good work ain't always enough. Like, how much, how much pressure are you applying yourself? Right. Do your boss know you want to move up? Have you gone and said, you know what, I actually think I want to be supervising next. Right. Like, you know what, I actually think I want to do that next. Like, show me what I need to do. And it's not about you trying to be a corporate whatever. You just right. trying to put more money in your pocket. Right. Right. You want to go from making $16, $17 an hour to $24, $25, like, dude over here who I know I'm better than. Right. Y'all just don't know that I'm even interested. Facts. Like I can tell you, from a managerial level, sometimes you look at shit from a bird's eye view, and it's like, okay, everybody's happy, but unless it's somebody, but when somebody come up to you and be like, yo, I want you to start training me on this because this is what I want to do. Now, I'm putting you in my motherfucking talent bench. Yeah, now I'm like, okay, well, we got so-and-so who said he was ready. Because let me tell you, that opportunity is going to come. <laughs> it'll be right there. So-and-so right. say, yo, I got an emergency, got to leave. Well, who we going to have run this? Well, uh, he said he wanted to do it. Hey, guess this is your spoke shot. up? Right. Because guess what? You're not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not going to be ready. You can tell him that. 
Oh, 100%. You're never you gonna, gonna be like, oh, you're gonna be like, I'm not ready to be a manager yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not you're ready to be ready. ready. That's right? a fact. But you know what? I talk to a lot of people because people be like, you kind of move up the ranks fast when you was when you was working. Yeah. And I always tell people I I made myself important. Shout out to my boy Don Sell, Generation Typo. When uh, we first started working together. This motherfucker was trying to do every job, and I was low-key like, I'm about to let this nigga lap me. And Don <laughs> said, I'm sitting on Terrell. Years ago, when you worked there. I was so competitive. Terrell did not fuck with Don Sell. I definitely always loved Don Sell. You have, but you used to come home and be like, I need to get on my shit because this, this nigga, nigga moving faster than me. This nigga named Don better than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don yeah, Sell yeah. was that nigga for real. When you worked. Oh, yeah. When but, I got there, he was already... My first day, he was cashing out like a $5,000 sale or some shit. But look, this is a testament to everybody who working. Like, yo, that, that nigga that you work with that you probably think is annoying because he's good at his job. Like, yo, try to like, like son that nigga. Like, exactly. And you know what's crazy? You can either hate or figure or out the process. Figure. And now we both here. Because he sometimes that nigga would be cool like on some Don sale shit and take you there. Exactly. Like, oh, you interested in being better? You got with the right one. Right. Because while everybody else hating... And that's what I was going to say, yo, your nine is different, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, me, you, me and Terrell did it. Like, we worked jobs, and even though we still had our side hustle, in them jobs, we was never them dudes that was like, man, fuck this shit, y'all. Let's, let's be on some slack and shit. Right. We kind of gave, we always gave the job the illusion that, yo, we're going to be here for a minute, so I'm ready to grind with y'all. I'm yeah. ready for the long haul. I'm ready to be promoted. And look, when you get those promotions, now you got a choice of, do I want to go up more here? Or do I want to take the money I'm making here and invest it, and into, invest it into this? Yeah. And then uh, once you get up there and you start saying, oh, I'm a rapper. I used to make $15 an hour. Now I make $25 an hour. Same job, but I got a little bit more duties. But with that extra $10 I'm making an hour, now I can afford studio time. Exactly. Otherwise, you can sell drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how you get money for studio time. Right. You know what I mean? And that's great advice because... A lot of people only <laughs> think that they got to turn to the streets. Nah, you can work. You, you can, can hustle your nine to five to what you want. Right. To wrap that Don Sale story up, I, yeah. that was somebody that me and him both started making ten fifty an hour. He moved up to thirteen fifty, <laughs> being MHT, and then he went to like sixteen or something like that to be like the Microsoft dude, and then he ended up becoming a supervisor. Mm -hmm. Coming down the line, we both ended up becoming assistant managers. We both went to. We both was managing different stores. And now we both left that same company and we still I'm going to his fashion show on Saturday. I'm going to vlog yep. something there. But I'm going to his fashion show. Look, I can afford to go to his fashion show on a Saturday where I would have had to work. On a Saturday to, where he would have had to work. On a Saturday where he had to work. And now I'm here representing the Mallory Bros at his fashion show. And right, that's right. crazy. And that's a beautiful nine right there. I feel like that's why I say it's intricate. Like... You don't have to be the nigga that works at... I know y'all know I talk shit. But if you're working at AutoZone, don't be afraid to be the manager of that bitch because you got a big plan. Your right. friends might even say, damn, you been, you still at the, the AutoZone? Let me tell you. I, me and Terrell work for Best Buy for... I worked seven years. Yeah. You know? And then they start putting the, the year on the name tag. Mm -hmm. Since been, 2014. How can I help you, ma'am? Yeah. Oh, you've been here for a while. I'm looking for a... Yeah. <laughs> that constant you know? reminder. And I love that shit. I loved every... Terrence had to I hate me it. out of that joint. I loved every minute of that I shit. I hate it because it was a reminder of how long that I've been here. And I, kept, and I, used, to, I used to look at my year, 2014. It was the first year I got there. And I used to let that shit eat me alive. But like... I wasn't ashamed. I wasn't necessarily too ashamed to do it. 
Yeah, you might not be proud of it. Your friends might say, mm -hmm. damn, you still working at the Giant? You still working up at the Walmart? You still working up at the Walgreens? Fuck it. You say, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, I got my way. But, like, you got to build your plan. You can't be the nigga working at the Walgreens and you just saying, fuck That's it. They, they got to move me up sometime. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Apply pressure. And you know what? Lastly on this shit. Ignore the old motherfuckers that work there that been there or the people that just some on some bullshit that's in there that's trying Y'all know how I give it up. They Go gonna ahead. hate on you when you try to start doing your shit for real. Mm -hmm. Understand this is what I used to tell my team. Simba knew them hyenas was clowns from a young age. I was built different. Facts. I just knew these niggas wasn't about it. Ooh. I used to give it up to them. I used to give them game. My man. Listen. <laughs> Simba knew them hyenas was clowns I'm from a young age. Fun. I just knew I was always built different. That's why. Even look, I had the heart to walk through that grave. Look, I had the heart to walk through that graveyard. They thought I was funny. They thought it was funny. And look, with Shorty with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but just ignore these. That ignore I'm still with. For real though, ignore motherfuckers that gonna try and say, "Oh, look at him. He tried to be a goody two shoes. Oh, look at him. He don't want to talk. Oh, look at him. Nah. Just you working on your shit because at the end of the day. You focused on that lap. Right. And You're literally thinking about the last lap of your nine. These niggas are still stretching. Right. Oh, look. You think about what was it? What was it? You were thinking about Pride Rock. They was never meant for Pride Rock. That's all right. why they trying to look. You trying to take it That's too That's why they trying to. And when you Rafiki. And when you Hakuna Matata. <laughs> when you got that Hakuna Matata, see. <laughs> this is why you can't say certain shit around certain niggas. No, nah, you're right. Because they trying to get inspirational with it. They get inspirational like you. They and, say, and why, do we, why don't we just be leaving ourselves? Like, why don't we just. <laughs> <laughs> That's us like shit. Yeah. We laughing like shit. That's us. Says, nah, we don't do that shit, bro. But nigga getting his shit off. I let him get this shit off. That's funny. Yeah, you're right. Fuck these old niggas that been there 15 years. You been here 15 years. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and I'm, you know. They gonna start saying, look, I've been here for a long time. Niggas don't get promoted. Nah, you, you don't get promoted. Right, you never got promoted. You been here 15 years and haven't got promoted? And you think you the one that's, you think they doing something wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you done had four different bosses by now. Right. You know, there's a whole different the, team. Right. Second question, why are you still here? It's been a whole, it's three different leadership teams that went through, done got promoted all through this. You yeah. still been the same. <laughs> I'll still be here to work. The death. Right. <laughs> but all right, man, let's talk about this Ukraine-Russia situation. Um, yep, I did some research on it, and I guess you give us some backstory. First thing I want to do is send some prayers just to mm -hmm. all of the regular folk, you know what I'm saying? And what yeah. I mean by that is just the citizens of both that yeah. don't really necessarily know what's going on, that are now faced with trying to evacuate and shit. I'm a human, I'm a human and you just look at motherfuckers' faces and just be like, damn, they're actually going through some real shit. Now, I saw where Putin said, if you try to, um, he basically, in so many words, said, if you try to interfere with this, then you're going to, he said something like, consequences your that your country has never felt in its history. Right. That's, that's such a big statement. And I heard that Biden said, Biden before then signed some sanctions that they thought were going to be hefty sanctions. Even Kamala was like, these sanctions are hefty more than we've ever seen. And... They said he didn't give a fuck about the sanctions at all. Who? And that's why people started... Putin? Yeah. Uh, Putin. But that's, that's why people are starting to judge... Um, what uh, I'm a, That's why people are starting to judge Biden's actions. And I feel like we're going to be in the middle of this, but this is what they said. Russia is a huge provider of oil for everybody, for the world. And because they're going through this, they say gas prices are going to get even higher. Fuck, man. And they say right now... Gas is already the highest that they've been in eight years. Yeah. So, 
that's one way we're going to be directly impacted. But my thing is like, damn, well, is Ukraine in front of anything we fuck with? Or but you know what, what is Tans? this getting ready to really be they, for all of us? If you know, there's a lot of back and forth, and I am not a, I am not a politician. Me neither. But there's a lot of back and forth of people saying that the U.S. is trying to blame the Ukraine situation on the inflation that was already here for a year. You know what I'm saying? Because inflation is up to 7.5%. A year ago, it was only 1.5%. Milk costs more than it has in what they said four or five years. Gas, fucking, just everything is just, inflation is crazy. But they're saying, hold up, y'all. Don't try to blame the Ukraine uh, crisis on this inflation when this is all because of I don't know, though. That's the thing. I don't really know. And I think that's the biggest thing about just being a civilian in all parties. Whether you, let's say you're Russian, but you're not really political. Yeah. Or let's say you live in the Ukraine and you don't know what the hell going on. Now you just know you got to leave for safety. Or like us in the U.S., we about to deal with all this inflation. And we have no idea what role, like we just kind of on the outside. We looking at CNN. I was talking to Ma and she sounded like she knew what she was talking about. But then I'm like, even Ma, I don't even. now we're struggling. Yeah, mom was like, you see that? See, they doing this. And then they, and it's like, honestly, kind of. Did you see Trump? You already, y'all, y'all had to speak of the devil and she will make herself appear. Well, well, I shouldn't have said that about your mother, but my mother called me. Shouldn't. <laughs> what did they start saying, speak of the devil? Where did that come from? Speak of the devil and there you go. Answer, you can answer and just tell her that we doing the joint. Mom, we doing the podcast. I got to call you back. Okay, honey. Say hi, say, say Hello. <laughs> that was very right. much dry. What's up with that? You good? She just shy. I am. I am full with proudness of y'all. I cannot oh, she's talking about the hot even breathe right now. What you talking about? I just read the interview. I am so full. <laughs> <laughs> I am. That I brought these two black men into the world. Yes, I am. <laughs> so call me later. Okay, ma. Love you. Love you. Bye. All right. Awesome. She's talking about hot new hip hop. Big shout out to uh, what's that dude's name? I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, uh, we just did a feature with hot new hip hop. It's really it was some chill stuff. Tans, um was talking about the future of black film and stuff like that. So big shout out to everybody that showed love on um, Twitter and Instagram. And was like, yo, this is dope for y'all. It was pretty cool. It was actually a dope experience. Yep. And uh, shout out to my boy, Ty. I'm sorry, bro. I had to check your name. But uh, wouldn't have been able to even have that if it wasn't for him reaching out, sending that email. So that was dope. And it was fun to talk about black film, what I felt about the future. I said, yep. oh, I'm about to go be a great. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. Look, an interview? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And thanks to me for making sure that that happened for you, nah, right? for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out. All I right. wanted you to be a part of it, though. Terrell wasn't a part of it. It was really just me. But shout mm -hmm. out to anybody who checked it out and read it. That was dope. For I sure. mean, anything, any publicity is good publicity. For sure. 100. Ty is the one that hit us up, but his brother, Zay, uh -huh. right? I think his name is Isaiah. Shout out. He's the one who really put the word in that listened to us first. We have to give a shout out to him, bro. Oh, okay. For sure. Shout, Shout out to Zay. I actually follow Zay on Twitter. Yeah. Turn up. Dope. If it wasn't dope. for him, we wouldn't have had that interview. Shout out to him, Ty. They from the DMV too, so that's fam. Oh man. Hell yeah. I didn't know that. That's dope. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like I said, we are approaching the end or what they call the end of the pandemic. We are approaching its end. 
Well, the like, cases we, we about are to start down. faking on COVID now. Like, we're not really scared of it no more. Nah, but you know what? People are doing their own thing. Cause I went out, I went out DC for the first time um, on Monday. Yeah. And we was like, bet they done cut, they done took off the you gotta show your vaccine card. You, they done vaccine. took off the the negative test. We went in this restaurant. They were like, do you have a negative test or a vaccine card? And we was like, damn. And they were basically saying that they were still. Some places was like, fuck it. We see what DC said, but we said, fuck it. In our restaurant, you either gonna show vaccine card or negative test, or you uh-huh. can go eat somewhere else. Damn. So we had to roll up out of that joint. But it is good that we reached the end of the uh, the pandemic. I hope that we truly are, because y'all know what runs we think that we are. Here they come with some bullshit, you know? Yeah, no bullshit. Another variant or something. But you know what? Um, the Omicron wasn't as deadly as... What about B2? Didn't they say it was a B2? I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. I'm just ready to be out of it, man. I'm ready to just walk in the store with no mask. That's what I'm saying. Can we get can we get away from the mask thing? Like, can we get away from that? Like, until we get out of it, everybody keep their fucking mask on. Tuck your fucking nose in. I've literally Vladimir Putin said some big wild shit, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, I'm sorry, Terrell. No, that 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 honestly is the craziest shit ever. And honestly, prayers to everybody. If we have any listeners that are, you know, that reside in either country, I know we do. I've seen it. Um. Just sending out some prayers for y'all. Yeah, and that sucks. That sucks. That's all we can do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. raise awareness and send prayer. And I'm kind of nervous too. Like, damn. This whole thing, us yeah. about to go to war? Tulsi Gabbard We're about said, to have to be in that. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard says since we're of the strongest in terms of, you know, military force, this could turn into a Russia versus U.S. thing. Yeah. I'm just praying that it don't turn into that. It's because. almost like, look. They started bullying. What's her name? We come and tag them hard. Now they bringing all they might. You know what I mean? Exactly. She said it's like a tit for tat. She said we're gonna. She said it's gonna be a tit for tat back and forth. We're taking this from you. We're putting this sanction out. We're doing this until it's just U.S. versus yeah. them, and then it just does nothing but hurt people. So hey, look, special shout out to our people in the uh, in the special services right now that's serving our country. Yes, sir. That might listen to this podcast to make it through. Hmm. Um. I know this is big for y'all. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Yep. All of our military folk that might have been sent, you never know. Yeah, man. We we definitely support and love y'all. Question for you. Shoot it. They were talking about potentially starting the draft again. You mean like... You uh, see the, the buying up there that was like, ding, ding, ding. ding oh, ding, you ding, talking ding, about... Ding. <laughs> you didn't see they put Biden on the stage of like the NFL draft and they played the draft selection noise? Basically, oh, you're they talking about that, like an actual, like a draft for the army. Yeah. Would you go if they drafted you? What are the terms? Like if I go and they say, all right, bet, yeah, of course I don't want to fucking go. I'm not about to go out there and fight them for who? And y'all don't even give a fuck about me. I still got student loans to pay back. I know y'all need that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't need me, dead. But look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going unless you want to go back deeper in debt. You want to go deeper in debt. <laughs> <laughs> but look, uh, what if they say you if you go out there and you survive, you come home to three million? I would never fight for this country. I am fine being a thousandaire. I'll make my three million some other way. Right, a lot of y'all are gonna say that you gonna go out there and make three million and then come back like I this. just, I'm just, I don't know. I'll be like Muhammad Ali. I, I, I'm just not. I don't believe in, in. I can't. I don't. I love and respect everybody that does it. Yeah. I just, I just can't do it. I would never Not be a me. part of it. Never. Never, 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 never would never go. They would say, I'm about to... Throw I'm, me in jail. 
Uh, he'll be a party in that thing. We'd be down Jessup partying. We turning up. Uh-huh. You ain't go to the army either. Yep. Me either. <laughs> the real niggas in there, y'all niggas. Yeah. We not worried about y'all. Fresh me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Roger and they don't getting rocky. <laughs> it's a whole lot of fresh meat. Uh-huh. Didn't go to the military, huh? I was actually in the military. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, did you want to talk about the... um? The Tory and Meg situation? I didn't necessarily. I felt like we should because it was just, it's just been something that happened in the news. I'm going to be honest. I don't believe Meg and I also don't believe Tory. I don't believe anybody. There's just not enough conclusive on either side for me to believe. Like there was those messages that just came out where he was telling her he was sorry. And at first we was like, damn, so he must have shot. And he was like, I was telling her sorry because I had just fucked her best friend. Type shit, and I had just split up two friends. When when would I have had time to text her? And then the shit with academics. It's just too much. It's too much for me to even give too much weight to right now. I just feel, yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of information on the situation still. We just got to figure out what. I mean, they have to settle that shit in court. I feel like most people who hear about the situation are essentially done with it because it's like, damn, this is one of them situations where we don't have all the info. So, I mean, we really don't know what. To say about it. I think the world does want Tory to be guilty until proven innocent, though. Yeah. Because it just doesn't look good to be against Megan when you don't know. Because that would you be that you would be a part of that camp that doesn't believe in women when they say that they were abused. Right. You know? Right. Which is a thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, this situation isn't perfectly added up, but I me, was, I just feel like we can't make a judgment. I don't know why academics is talking shit to. It's just crazy. I was on Meg's side too for a long time until that little thing came out about the DNA and the bullets. Yeah, and it was like there was no DNA or there was no no prints or or no DNA from Tory on either, and then they couldn't present the the fragments. And I was like, all right, well now I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like academics telling Meg the stallion. He was telling her. I was telling Terrell this. I, the dude academics told me this time, you can't, you can't little boy me. You just got, you just got into the, this hip hop shit. I've been in this. It just reminds me like, even if you've been working for a long time in media or whatever, like you've been an analyst. That's to me sounded like an analyst telling John ja Morant, you just got into this basketball shit. You just got into this. Like, you're saying that as if like you rap or you make music. Like this woman won a Grammy. That shit is something that haven't been done. Mm-hmm. You know, he said all oh, your Grammy awards were sympathy awards. See, that's what one thing that I'm not gonna do. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna join, even though I might agree to a certain extent. I won't agree all the way. Yeah, I do think Meg did get a little bit of sympathy because of that whole situation. I don't think she had the best song. I mean, but we say that like it, every Grammy awards isn't politically picked. Every award and that's you can say there's politics. Exactly. I think it was just her year for yeah. that. It just happened to. Chips fell her way, but my thing is she also put herself in position. Y'all don't realize Meg dropped all of that music yeah. that was received by the world. Yeah. I just felt like people didn't want Meg to beat certain people. But for real, for real, I don't think you can say that Meg didn't deserve her, her awards. Low key, when she won for Savage and them other challenge, and the, uh, what's the joint she did with, Car- with Cardi? What? Them songs was huge. Dude, like if we're going to talk about subject matter... That's when we can start saying, oh, okay, yeah, maybe that shouldn't have won over this. But she put the work in. Them songs went went crazy. Somebody like academics or anybody in the media 
If you haven't done something like that, put something out that the whole world love, millions of people love and play, and I just feel like you can't tell somebody or even yeah. speak, you know? That's crazy to me. That was the only part that was just like... That's true. That's why I'm just playing the outskirts. Yeah. It just sounds like an NBA analyst telling somebody like John Morant, because he's young, he can't say shit. But he's literally one of the... He's, he's like the only talent, Loki. Right. We can, y'all can shit on me to sound if y'all want, but low-key... We don't really have that many good female rappers. That's Are true. we forgetting her talent? That's true. The um, Oh, you know what I did want to say? Uh, Euphoria there we go. actually had an eyed episode. Did you watch? Yeah. It, it actually did all right. The last two episodes have actually been okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like actually pretty good. Yeah. The first four was trash. The first and then five was straight, six was straight, seven was straight. And, yeah, and I feel the same way about Euphoria that I felt... I feel like the third episode where last year I thought it was going to be a certain type of show. And this year I realized that it's just, it's kind of not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I definitely think they peaked the episode uh, in season one. They peaked. That was just such a great idea. A great first season. Yeah. They peaked. The second season, everything has just felt like, it just feels like the season that we got because the first season was so good. Um, But I do feel like we're getting closer and further with the story and stuff like that, it is just a, it is a lot of looping holes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they were talking about it on Twitter, but my thing is, like, that with Rue and her situation, like, is that just going to be on ice? She just had to play. She just had to play at home rehabilitating. Was just, struggling to, was just struggling to open a Jolly Rancher. Now you just sitting there watching the play about you. And that was kind of weird. Uh-huh. But I thought that was dope, though. And that's my thing. I hate how this show be dragging shit out. Fez, we knew, wasn't going to be in his seat last episode when y'all said next week on. Yeah. And we still don't know what the, the fuck happened. Oh, yeah. It's just like, like yeah. okay, man. How long y'all going to do this shit? Now, now next week we find out. You know what it is to me? To me, it's just like you don't really have much else to do, so you're just trying to stretch out the one idea you had for this character, we're going to stretch that bitch out and then we're going to try to figure out what to do next. And Taryn, just like how you'll say, oh, power isn't believable because they have, they be wearing this or this show isn't believable because how would they have that? Lexi, that fucking play was like Broadway level. They had stages turning. Nah, you right. Where the fuck they get the budget for that? You right. Where did she get the budget for this big ass Hell thing? no. It was beautiful. Yeah. But... I mean, that's why, that's why I said I thought it was a specific type of show, but then I realized, damn, what the fuck is going on? You look like... I mean, y'all see Terrence? You know who you look like? You look like... You know how Alvin and the Chipmunks, he had a big A? You look like the black... You look like a black version alternate that came, and this is you. This is what you got on. This nigga, the, the M stands for Mallory, y'all. I don't know who made this shirt or who, but I, I bought it because it's a big M on it, and that's just kind of how I do. Uh, this nigga, meanwhile, is sitting here looking like an NFL receipt wide receivers coach. You look like your main, your, your first name is Latrell <laughs> or Levon or, or Levon. Hey, Levon, what if somebody listening to his name Levon? Levon <laughs> <laughs> is low key a swaggy type name. It is. Yeah, my name Levon. You can go by Vaughn. Don't respond Straight to shit for Vaughn. I don't hey, know nothing about on, that. Let's get into that. I don't know nothing about that, y'all. Let's I don't know that. nothing about it. I hey, just, look, Terrence, well, this, you go ahead. This only, oh, no, you say what we wanted to say, which was just that we wanted niggas to be safe. Yeah, you want niggas to be safe. I mean, last week you talk about, last week we was mad at Eric Adams 
in New York for trying to take drill music off the scene. And then we get to see people say, look, this nigga, this nigga, NBA young boy don't know who we fucking with. Yeah. And the NBA respond, they like, fuck that nigga Durkey. It's like, mm. damn, y'all just so, y'all feeding into all this shit. Now, if something really happened to one of them, y'all going to be on y'all platform with the, with the dove emojis and the prayer hands and, and damn, damn, we, we got to stop better. And so, sometimes, and that's what's scary about, and that's what goes back to the, the, uh, the pit bulls thing. Because yeah. we're entertaining the aggression. Even though it was rooted in where they came from, we got to be careful because now it's become, you're on stage with it. Yeah. So now your struggle that you really live, people think it's entertainment. So what do they want to do? They want to see more of it. They want to see more of it. So now, even though you live in fucking Calabasas, you still got to go and shoot a video out here. You know, that, you know how crazy that, that is? It is crazy. To you, fit your image. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, no bullshit. But you're Dirty not like. You live in them areas where you shoot your video, right. which makes sense, but it's just like, damn. You're not a nigga that puts on a costume. You literally put on your life, but it was your old life. Now you don't even have to live that life, but you kind of stuck in it. Now, uh, now imagine you a nigga who lives out there, and or like just like say a rapper gets on from y'all hood, right? This is, these are the things that niggas like Nipsey Hussle had to go to sleep and think about. You get on from your hood, and you know that you could just leave and be good, but you just feel like if you do that. Niggas will say, oh, you got money and left, so you never, you never really gave a fuck about us anyway. Because look, but you want to come back and do your videos, you want to come back and shoot pictures, niggas will start looking at you like, fuck that nigga. That's true. Because for real, bro, he just got money, he really don't be shooting and banging with us, because that nigga is still in the barrel. You the right. crab that made it out, that nigga's still dealing with all the bullshit. Right. I mean, I don't really blame him. And that's, the way that we fact. was brought up generations ago... We were not we not taught to see he made it out and we happy. Y'all remember Django? The first nigga that seen him on a horse didn't like him. Right. Fuck this nigga. Because he had something that low-key that I want. And we not taught that we can go get it. We taught that you, you know what I'm saying, you wishing on a shooting star and then you gotta be a lucky nigga mm -hmm. to get it. Right. I don't feel like I can go and get what he has. Right. So when you see somebody else with it, well, you it's, see you, it's it's more envy than pride. It's more you're not proud of them. It's more right. envy. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Crazy. Dirk, you got enough problems to worry about your own shit. NBA young boy, you got enough problems to worry about your own shit. This shit, I'm just hoping these niggas just keep it music and just keep it pushing. But look, we have seen, I was telling Terrell, there has been mad diss tracks that have came out about Dirk. And them niggas are not living anymore. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same with NBA young boy. I'm not tapped in like that. But I just know for a fact that. Dirk's not the nigga that you you coming out and you talking about niggas that have really died. You not like this nigga. He rap like this nigga rap type whack. It's not that. Yeah, he ain't got it, balls. It ain't. Yeah, you ain't. Yeah, it's you talking about. You still ain't do nothing for your. Whoa. Yeah. All right, bet. Them niggas don't. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you were saying, like you were saying the other day, you're not just talking about Dirk's man. You talking, talking about. about a bunch of people that love him. That love him. You could be in fucking the mall in Atlanta and a Chicago nigga down there that love the him man. that now want to act on you. That's it's crazy. Saying. I was telling Terrell, something happened to me. It's not you got to worry about Terrell. It's the other people that fuck with me that I might have impacted. My family, my fucking friends, you never know. Motherfuckers that's listening, y'all yeah. would have hell to pay if it was, if, if, so if look, that was for me. Right. If something happened to me, and you come out and be like, Terrell, yeah, whatever, fuck Terrence type shit. Terrell's going to hear that, yeah. You got him. 
but you don't realize that you basically said that to a big ass group of people. Exactly. Feel me? It's like nothing to play with. And these niggas have millions of fans. Right. And they're looking up to somebody who you just disrespected who died. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I and told Terrell, if I go up to Yo Gotti and say, fuck black youngster, black youngster still walking around. He might, I might get my shit beat, but they not gonna look at that as ultimate disrespect. They're gonna say, ah, you know what I'm saying? Ah, he I fuck this nigga. Right. But <laughs> if something had happened, niggas say, okay. This nigga's now. This nigga don't want to live no more. You know what I'm saying? This nigga's asking for exactly. I just hope oh, these niggas be careful. I know, and we don't really know each. You know both sides. I don't know who this, who first, Look, or what. We trying to listen to the music, but we looking around. But these niggas don't start shooting. We was listening to the distance, <laughs> so we start saying, you know what? This shit could get actually serious. Yeah. It's really like the joint. Remember when they was like, you remember that TikTok where they be like, someone, so 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 and so got shot. Damn. And the person was like, damn. Shot. And then, Ooh, they, damn. Yeah. then they start getting serious like, yeah. damn. That was us listening to that joint. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, my docket is kind of spent. It was, it's been a slow news week. Um, no, I, I really did haven't. have one thing on Tech Corner. We haven't done Tech Corner in a long time. And I think we should do something special in the new season for Tech Corner. Something a little bit more, you know. A little bit more. More special. But, um. For the first time in two decades, 20 years, Call of Duty is delaying their uh their game for next year. That's the only thing that I wanted to Man, about. I was hurt when I saw that. No new Call of Duty next year, y'all. What the fuck we about to do? Let me tell y'all something Because we're going to get the Hold same up. Madden Terrence. in 2K. Normally, Call of Duty is the only thing that would switch Let it up. Let me tell y'all something about Terrence. He didn't buy Vanguard. Did he buy did. Vanguard and was disappointed. Terrence, you ain't buy Vanguard. Terrence, oh, I, bought I, made, was, I bought it for you. It was disappointing. Terrence don't never buy the Call of Duties like that. He get them sometimes. I buy every Call of Duty that come out. This motherfucker saw that news and wasn't even hurt. He just said, oh, Tech Corner. Real ones was hurt. We wasn't getting a new game because they fucked up Vanguard. This brolic ass nigga have not been playing the game for years. It used to be all about Best Buy. What is he talking about? This I, used to be all about a power. I used to, I used to still get, I used to still <laughs> buy Call of Duty. And let me tell you, since they fucked Vanguard so bad, they said, you know, we're going to wait, we don't, we're going to wait because we don't want to tarnish the. It's yeah, like yeah. they want to make sure they put out a dope-ass game. Modern Warfare, when it came out, great reception. It was the closest thing people felt to Modern Warfare 2. Damn. I still play Modern Warfare. But the fact that they, they delayed that shit. Did you see GCA announced they finally working on a game? For real. Oh, yeah. We said, we said that before on the pod. Oh, we did? Oh, okay, cool. Them niggas not working on it. They just saying that. We working on it, y'all. It's coming, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is what I was going to ask you. Episode 89 is a special episode for me. 89s, it's a beautiful thing. Nine's our number. I mean, I know we celebrate 90. I say that's the same thing. We was at 70, same thing we was at 60. 89, any number with that nine in is special to me, man. I don't even got my nine on right now, but I always got nine on me. But I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. what's your favorite part of this? You do, you somebody who do this every week. What would you say is your favorite part of just being somebody who's podcasting going on? 90 episodes, you've done this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you probably want to do 90 more. So what do you think is something that keeps you coming back? I mean, people could probably guess, but let's hear it. Now, honestly, it's for me, it's what our brand is all about. If you know about, like, the Mally Bros, the whole nine is all about a journey. And I feel like this fits in a very special place. Because when people ask me, what do you do, guys doing your podcast? What do you guys talk about? Well, I'm talking to an old-ass person or somebody younger, I, the story is the exact same. Yeah. I always say, like, me and Terrence can provide an escape from your reality 
the shit that now I'm not talking about reality as in, you know, we talk about like celebs. We just talked about the, the Ukraine shit, which is real. But everybody has their own shit that they go through yeah. every day. Whether it's you, you, you know, your job getting on your nerves, your girl, mm -hmm. like we were just talking about motherfuckers that's going through breakups. Mm -hmm. I love that this podcast can be an escape, even if it's just for an hour 30, even if it's just for an hour 40. That's what brings me back. That's what makes me stand in front of these cameras Yeah, to provide people with escapes from their reality, especially since a lot of people don't have the vent. Y'all know about me. I always tell y'all, whenever I'm going through some shit, I have to escape my reality. I use TV and movies. Yeah. Nowadays, motherfuckers listen to podcasts, watch YouTube. And so understanding like, and getting messages from people that say stuff like, y'all helped me out of a dark time. Y'all, I was going through a lot. Glad y'all did this. Man, that's what keep me coming back. Hell yeah, for 89 weeks. 89 weeks. He's been right back. And the, like, the escape from reality that he talks about is the reason why I do it too, because I felt like we give certain men and women, uh, even boys and girls, if you're still young and, and coming up, just somebody in your corner that... I'm in people's corner that I don't even I don't even know y'all, and I'm right in your corner. Like, are you listening to me every week? And you're not. I'm not somebody that is. And this is what I was gonna say. We're not successful. We're not like rich that, niggas, right. you know. Somebody feel, that can speak from. Yeah, like this is. These are two people who navigate the world that the same world that y'all do. And I felt like listening to us is like they're not perfect. He might say some shit that'll piss me off. He might some, say some shit I don't agree with, but. At least it's two motherfuckers that I know are like not on here talking about yeah. artificial shit or some materialistic shit or encouraging niggas to not be themselves. Yeah. And you know, Terrence going to say some shit that nobody will say, but a lot of people thought. Or we might get up here and talk too real about some, some shit. Yeah. Well, these platforms, they have so much ties that they can't. What would you say would be a goal going forward, especially with coming up on season three? You know? Man, I know I, you might not have thought about it. You already know what I want to do. Okay, yeah, go ahead. We can talk about it. We'll see, how, we'll see what people think. I would love to do two episodes a week. It, it's just tough to try and figure out, because you got to figure out a shoot date, and you got to figure out an editing strategy, and you got to figure out a post. And me and Terrence are a two-man team. We have a support system, of course, but we do the majority of all of our stuff together, so it would be something that we would have to do. But I would love to get to a point where we could – Fully syndicate and do a like a couple podcasts a week under like a a, a huge. I that would love, be dope. I yeah. would love an Apple deal, something like that. I would mm -hmm. I would do it. Give me some millions. Give me some hundred thousands. I'll do it. Give me some hundred thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, what's my, your goal? My goal is to just give y'all. I think for season three, as far as the podcast. I just think we should switch it up a little bit. I think we should do some things that are a little bit out of our comfort zone. I'm going to keep it 100. I feel like what me and Terrell have done has been comfortable, but I feel like I want to challenge us to see and do more. Like, even with our YouTube channel, I know a lot of people want us to get back into doing more music, more reactions, more everything. Um, and even with our Patreon, the Niners on Patreon, I just feel like me and Terrell could do so much more. And we battle on what to do. Which is a good battle though, y'all. Yeah. Like, you got you never gonna just I don't think me and Terrell make immediate moves. We don't make no we we don't like to make big immediate decisions, big immediate choices without thinking about it. But sometimes when you do make a choice, you might change your mind. You might not fuck with it the way that you thought. Yeah. And you just gotta kinda have to work it out. 
I think the best thing about me and Terrell doing this podcast is it just keeps the wheels going. Like we've seen with the channel, we'd be like, damn, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? And there's nothing. You know what I'm saying? I think the podcast gives us a good way of just keeping it going, keeping the routine going. For sure. Yeah. I would honestly be interested to know what, if you made it to the end of the podcast and you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening in your car or whatever, shoot yep. me a, shoot us a, t- a tweet or leave a comment on the video, which I want to see us do more in season three. Because at the end of the day, y'all motherfuckers the one list that got listened to us. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to listen to y'all, but also I feel like it's on us to figure out what to give y'all. Like, For I sure. know, I don't think. I would definitely take y'all advice, but... Terrence ain't going to take y'all advice. Nah, I would, but I feel <laughs> like... I don't like when people get on their Instagram live, they get on their platforms and say, what y'all want? What y'all want to see? Like, yo, you the creator. Like, That's true. That's true. I, if Quentin Tarantino said, what would you want to see from me? I wouldn't be... I would not be excited for what he did. Because I know you got something for me. And I'd rather you just not say shit until you figure it out and say, yo, I got this now. Because I know, like... It's not, I, I don't want what's coming from, I don't want what y'all want me to do. I want to give y'all something that comes from me for real, you know? Okay, yeah. Because everything that we've done thus far has been that. Like, even though everybody got podcasts, when we started it, the way we started it, what we wanted to do, that's always what I want to go for, like, you know? Yeah, and it's more authentic that way. Niggas would be like, y'all niggas need to do, somebody said we should do Twitch. I Man, be against that. I set up a I whole Twitch account it. for us. I just got to get a PC, y'all. Because my 13 inch is trash. I don't understand why you hate me. Take me as I am. It's the same me. You could be. Please. <laughs> I'm feeling time, young, y'all. but they treat me like the OG. <laughs> Sending prayers to everybody that's going through this crisis, man. Mask up. We almost out of this shit. Next 89s. Time. They got the tea on me. I swear these bitches nosy.